Well, it is uh, the, the hours and the minutes are ticking down, aren't they? We are close to the end of 2023. I don't know about you, but I always just like shake my head at how fast the year goes by, right? And as we all have heard it said, and I'm sure many would attest to this, it seems like the older you get, right, the, the quicker the years just seem to just goes by. You know, when you're a kid and you're just waiting for school to be out and stuff, it seems like to take forever. But as we, again, we kind of get down the road a little bit and we look back, we see how just precious time is and how valuable that is. And um, really, it's a gift, isn't it? And so, by the way, I am going to tie the game into my sermon, if you're wondering. It wasn't just like a random thing. But, uh, you know, I, I always like to, you know, when you come to the end of the year like this and you like to, I don't know about you, but I always try to, you know, pause and we kind of take a look back, don't we? Um, you know, here in a couple months, we're going to have our annual meeting. And I love that because uh, we have Amanda, she puts together like a whole video. It's like 10 minutes long of just our year in review. And I wish we had it today, uh, but it's just too much to get that pulled together. But, you know, it's, it's, it, I hope you guys can be here, because also, even if you're not members, you can still be at the meeting. But it's just such a, even for just that purpose to attend, it's such a, an amazing thing, because you forget, even within a, the span of one year, how much has actually been done, or what all has taken place, right? And it's just, it's just, it's overwhelming sometimes to watch it, because we see, like, wow, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that was right. Oh, man, I forgot, like, that happened, or God did this, or God did that. And so, you know, it's just really something uh, just to take a look at. And, you know, that's my son, by the way. It's really, it touches my heart, right, because he said he doesn't want to leave my great speaking. <laughs> That'll all change within a few years, I'm sure. But, but it, there's something about looking back, right? And, you know, so I, that's kind of, you know, one thing I want us to think about this morning as we, we approach the end of the year, the idea of looking back, but also how quickly we forget. And how quickly a lot of times we forget, you know, what I would say is God's faithfulness in our lives, the way that he's shown himself faithful. The fact that you're sitting here this morning in this room is a testament to God's faithfulness, right? It, that in itself is a testament to God's faithfulness. Because there are those who are no longer with us physically embodied today that, you know, fortunately, you know, I praise God that many of the ones that I know of knew the Lord, and so we know that they're in eternity now with Jesus, but they, they, they're not here this morning. And so, you know, I want us to always make sure we pause and we, we look back and we value time and we value what the Lord has done. I think that's important. And, and in this room today, uh, and again, I'm not going to go long, so, you know, young folks don't panic. Um, but we, we are a mixed crowd today of, of, of young and old. A lot of us here in here have our kids with us this morning, and there's, you know, there's, there's something I want to just touch on, a few things I want us to look at, and the importance of that dynamic between parents and their children. And if you don't have children here today, that's fine, because it'll still apply to you. And so if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to Deuteronomy chapter 7, and again, this is going to be my favorite term, probably a sermonette. Uh, it's the lighter version of the sermon. Uh, Sermon-free, diet sermon, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a, a little shorter, and you know, just want to touch on a few points um, from this 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 passage. You know, in that as we we played that game, and one of the reasons why I you know that game I concocted in my head. That's why you know it's really fun to try to pull it off. 
But the point of it was, I wanted us to kind of bring out a few things as we prepare to look at the scripture. And one of them is, you know, that there was a significance in that there was an answer key involved, right? There was, there was something that had the answers that, that that person was sitting in the chair and they had it right in front of them. And I don't know if you noticed or not, but um, this one kind of fell down. But I made it the same with the exception of the bottom two were different, right? And what I thought, and it, I don't know if it actually worked. I don't know, I don't know if the team, and I'm not going to ask you because you'd have to admit to that. But if, you're, you know, if you were looking at it as it's being built, you could see the similarities and you may try to copy what the other team is doing, right? And one of the things I, I think that's important for us to think about or to remember and to look at today is the importance of keeping our eyes on our own task that's in front of us. And while the one next to us might look similar or we might be looking at what they're doing, really whatever is in front of us, and what I, the way I would springboard that into what I want to talk about a little bit this morning is whatever God has put in front of us, that's what we need to be focused on, not what the person next to us is doing. Because what will happen is if we try to copy that person, it may not be the thing that God has called us to. And so that was one thing I wanted to bring out of that. But then also, again, that person sitting here, the captain with the, the key, if you will, and what I would like to do in our approach this morning is I would like kind of that person to be, you know, those that are, are parents in this room, but it, can, it could go a lot of different ways. But, you know, if you're a parent and you're trying to, to teach your children, you're trying to raise up your children, or even if they're adults, if you have adult children, or maybe it's just somebody in your life that you mentor or speak into, without that answer key or without that thing in front of you, really the, the, the information you have or the things you have may not be enough to accomplish what needs to be done. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's important for you to keep your eyes on that. And the, the parallels with that is really understanding and knowing the word of God, understanding and knowing what God has done in your life and how you pass that on and how you share that wisdom and knowledge to your children or to the next generation. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, um, Moses is writing here, and he is passing on this information. And here, uh, when we get towards the end of this passage that I'm going to read, um, I actually use that portion when we do baby dedications because it's, it, it applies very well. And so you'll see why here in just a minute. So beginning in verse 1, we're going to read through verse 11, and then we'll jump to verse 18 for the sake of time. So beginning in verse 1, it says, You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. How many just love that passage? How many love rules and commandments, right? Some of you might, but a lot of us typically don't, right? I mean, we spend the whole time about the New Testament is that, you know, we're free from the law, which is a true statement. But all of those things still hold true. A lot of those things, we're still supposed to walk in obedience to what God has called us to, right? To the Lord, obedience to the Lord. And so understand, some of that might make you cringe, but... It's truth. And again, God's, it's like, you know, don't go out in the street. Uh, you're not going to walk across a busy highway, you know, the interstate, right? Because there's speeding cars. And so there's rules against that. You're not supposed to walk alongside that. Why? Because following that rule will save your life. <laughs> so not all rules are bad. All right? So again, so his rules and his commandments, uh, verse 2. And listen to this. Consider today, since I am not speaking to your children who have not known or seen it, all right, so just kind of keep that in mind. Consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his outstretched arm, 
his signs and his deeds that he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to all his land. And what he did to the army of Egypt, to their horses and their chariots, how he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day. And what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place. Again, he's walking them through their history. He's reminding them of God's faithfulness. Verse 6, And what he did uh, to Dathan and to Abiram, the sons of Eliab, son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, and their households, their tents, and everything, every living thing that followed them in the midst of all of Israel. For your eyes have seen all the great work of the Lord that he did. Now let's jump to verse 18. You therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children might be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them as long as the heavens are above the earth. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for today. And I thank you for, again, God, this, this, this day, this last day, Lord, of, of this year, of 2023. And God, we are grateful, Lord, as we do think of your faithfulness, as we think of your goodness and, and all, Lord, that you have done and accomplished, both in our lives personally, but in our, our lives, Lord, here as this congregation of Long Grove Community Church. And so, God, we are grateful for that. We ask, Lord, that your word would speak to us this morning. And we just, again, thank you for this great time, Lord, together as family. In Jesus' name, amen. And so again, a, a very, you know, this is Old Testament, and this is, you know, something very, to me, it's, it's, it's very sobering in the sense that we are called um, as parents, right? We have a responsibility to our children. And, you know, he says there in verse 2, consider today, since I'm not speaking to your children, who have not known or seen it. Listen, if, if we do not share about God's faithfulness and what he has done to the next generation, then we are shortchanging them on, on really a lot of, of God's greatness and goodness. You see, it's, it's, and I love the fact that, I mean, it says this, you know, it talks about us as parents, and it says, you know, consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his outstretched arm, his signs and his deeds. And again, he walks through the history and, you know, that's one of the challenges this morning of, of what I was saying and when I was, uh, you know, stating that, that how important it is for us to stop and to look back and to recognize God's faithfulness and his hand on our lives even this year. Because if we don't and if we forget, it's very easy for the generations that are to come to also forget those things. Now, we live in a day and age where we have technology, we have video, we have a lot of those you know, things that we can capture. But I think if, if we're not careful, we can buy into the fact that, you know, that while we capture all those things, still the depth maybe of what God is doing can be missed. Meaning if we don't pause and we don't have intentional moments with our, whether it's our kids or our loved ones about God's faithfulness, then it, it just sort of like kind of disappears, right, from our, from our memory, 
And, and so, you know, I want us to, again, be challenged this morning, again, to start with ourselves that we remember, but also that we share it. Because, you know, one of the greatest tools, not, I don't want to call it a tool, but one of the greatest gifts that we can give to someone else is, is when we share, when I, you know, when I say that phrase, I think some of us can check out, like, about sharing the gospel, Maybe you discredit yourself or say, well, I, I can't do that. I don't know, you know, the Bible. I don't have it memorized from cover to cover. Well, listen, one of the most powerful things that you can give somebody is your testimony. And if I asked, went around the room and gave time, and, and, and this year upcoming, actually, we do want to begin to do that more often. Like uh, Tom, when he got up there, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, and shared his testimony. We want you guys to share your testimonies. Why? Because you have a story of what God has done in your life, how you came to know the Lord, and how God has been faithful in your life since even coming to know him. And listen, that's powerful, right? Because there was a time, and, and even still today, I'm not, I, I can't quote the Bible from cover to cover. <laughs> I can't do it. And there's times even when I share with somebody, and in the past when I've shared with somebody, and, and I get so frustrated because I can't remember that verse. Have you ever been there? I'm like, oh, I had my whole thing laid out, and I'm, I'm crashing and burning here. But then when I go to my testimony, listen, I, I know that, right? I know that. I don't, I don't have to have that written on my hand or, you know, in a book. I, I, I know what's God has, what God has done, and I can share that with somebody. It's all for effect. <laughs> but you can share that. You share your story. You share your testimony. Why? Because no one else has your testimony. And, and, and listen, don't also don't buy into the lie that, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up on the street or I didn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, raised wherever or in this setting and, and had this miraculous turnaround. You know, some of us shortchange ourselves because we grow up sort of a normal life. If God called you and you answered that and you came, that's, that is a powerful testimony. And God has, has seen you faithfully through time and time again, all those challenges, those mountaintops and those valleys. He's been there. And so sharing your story is, is, is key and is crucial with others, but especially, and this is where I think you know, we can miss it, is, is especially with those that are living in your home. <laughs> right? We have to share our story. I know for me, myself, I have four, four boys, and you know, we've lived through a lot of that, that testimony, but there are things even you know, to this day that maybe they don't know about that I, I, I have to share that with them. I have to kind of explain that to them or even remind them of some of the things that we went through when they were young and as God showed his hand faithful. And so, again, you see it says, you know, since I'm not speaking to children who have not known or seen it. So we have seen it. We have seen God's hand move, and we have seen his faithfulness, and so we have to share it. And, you know, you, know, you move down to, to again, that back end of, of what I, I shared this morning, uh, being in verse 18, about, you know, lay up these words of mine where? It's in your heart and in your soul. And you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Again, this is, this is what the word of God can do, right? You think of that, that captain person sitting here with that, that, that thing in front of them. They knew the direction. They knew what it was supposed to look like, and that was, that was what they set out to accomplish. And this is what the word of God can do for us. 
And so I want to challenge us this morning that we have to be in the Word of God. We have to constantly come back to that place, constantly be looking and reassessing and, and allowing God to speak into our lives. Because, again, as we walk things out, you know, we need to know what the next step is. Or maybe, maybe something has changed and we have to shift. We have to make a right instead of a left. Or, or maybe we jumped ahead and we, we think we're going this direction, but God actually wants to take us this way. I mean, I think most people in this room have had that happen in their lives where you're moving along, things are going a certain way, then all of a sudden this kind of, this thing happens and it's maybe a God moment where God just, he was leading us to this place, but now he wants to go this way. And you know the interesting thing, let me just, ex- just share this kind of from my own personal experience in my life, right, of knowing the Lord. If God is calling me from where I am now to that chair, let's say, I know it's a really a great appointment, right? But that is where I'm supposed to be headed. 99% of the time, 99% of the time, it is not going to be this path. Right? 99% of the time, it's going to be this. Right? Say it with me now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, right? Why? Because God is doing things in us. Now, sometimes, sometimes it's our own ignorance, <laughs> especially probably the part where I went backwards. But a lot of the time, God is not, he, why? Because he wants us to trust him. He wants us to seek him. He wants us to, to have faith and to trust. Why? Because he is preparing us, and the reality is, is, is this amount of time is not enough to get us to the place that he wants us prepared and ready to be able to step into what he has for us here. Most of the time, this journey is more important than arriving at that point of what he's called you to or where he's called you to. Because that is the time of preparation. And you've heard that for the past few months. Preparation, right? Anticipation. You know, understanding that God is doing something. He's bringing us to something. He's preparing us for something. Why? So that when we get it, we can take hold of it. Okay? And so I want to encourage you today to remember that and to understand that God is doing that and God is accomplishing things in you on your journey. But he goes into this, you know, again, Moses lays this out about, you know, this, this, this words of mine, your heart, so bind them as a sign to your hand. Again, we should have this in front of us all the time. We should always bring it back to our memory and understanding of God's word and what he wants us to know. And then in verse 19, I don't know if we can pull that up, please. Deuteronomy 7, 19. It's very important. And there's, there's, there's a couple things where they identify something. And it starts out with the word You. Right? So remember, who is he speaking to? The parents. Right? You shall teach them to your children. Right? Verse 19. Talking of them when you're sitting in your house and when you are walking by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Right? And verse 20, what does it start out with? You, again, shall write them on the doorposts of your house. Let me have scripture written on your doorposts. Maybe you do. It's not a bad thing. But that's what they literally used to do. There used to be portions of Scripture on your doorposts, on their doorposts, 
right, on their house and on their gates. Why? Because they wanted it always in front of them. They didn't, they didn't have all the scriptures in a nice little package like this, right? It was a scroll or something they had to know or memorize. And if they had it memorized, then it wasn't out unless it was written somewhere. So they would write it around the house to be reminded. And then verse 21, that your days, I'm going to wait for this one, that your days, verse 21, and what? The days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your father. Okay? Understand, that's, that's why it's so crucial for us as parents, but again, whatever your setting, that our days would be multiplied. And so, again, I wanted to, us to just touch on this today and to really just take a moment to pause. And Luke, you can, you can start coming up. To pause and to just really ponder and think about this year and even just, you know, our life till now. And to stop and to think about God's faithfulness and his mercies and his goodness in our life up to this point. And if you need to, write them down somewhere. But then ultimately that you would share them. That you would share them with your children, with others. That your kids would know that God has been faithful. God is the one that has brought us. And yeah, you know, our kids see us. They see us at our best and they see us at our worst. <laughs> if nothing else, you know, my life is, it just, it's a test to God's faithfulness and his mercy and his goodness. I, I live that out every day before my kids. Because I don't, I'm not a perfect person. But God is perfect and his love is perfect and his faithfulness is perfect. And so he brings us to exactly the place we need to be. And so... I want to encourage us today, church, it's December 30th, 31st, what is today? Thank you. New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. It's December 31st, the final day of 2023. And I want us to go into to the future, and again, I, I say, it, say it often, and you know, I know I think a lot of us live this way, and I think it's good. You know, we don't, we don't walk around backwards facing the past, right? We walk with our face forward. But we, we must do so in a way that we don't forget, right? That we don't forget what God has done. Yes, you may have blown in the past. There might be regrets in your past. There may be just past junk. And it's not that we dwell on those things that, that would bring condemnation to us. But we always want to just kind of glance back and know it enough to be reminded that without God, we would not be standing where we are this morning. And as we look ahead to the new year, I want to shift gears just a touch and just say, you know, we have some really wonderful things ahead of us as a church in 2023. I believe God has shown himself faithful this year. I believe things, great things are to come. Um, you know, we're going to be seeing just some really wonderful things rolled out. We're getting close to, to, to finding a, a person to come in and, and be that next-gen pastor and we're gonna invest in our future generations. We're gonna put our money where our mouth is. And we're just gonna see God do in his hand do what only he can do. And you know, as we do that, we can't do it on our own. <laughs> we're gonna do it together, right? We're gonna do it as we walk, as we follow the Lord, as we follow the blueprint, if you will. We're gonna we have a plan in place. So I want us, if you would, just bow your heads this morning. And I just want to pray for us. Lord Jesus, we just pause now. And we just thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. And God, that you have, Lord, given us uh, just a plan and a path and a, and a way forward, Lord. 
God, that you have not abandoned us and left us to ourselves, but Lord, that you are present with us, that you are leading us and guiding us by your spirit. But God, that we constantly need to come back, Lord, to your word, Lord, to know, Lord, um, again, what is truth? Because today there's so much is out there, Lord. We have access to so much information and much of it, Lord, has a lot of, there may even be 80% truth in something, but Lord, if it's 1% untrue, then it's, it's, it's a lie. <laughs> and there's so much in the world today that looks right or maybe, maybe seems right, Lord God, if we just follow our emotions and feelings, Lord God. But God, I pray that we would learn discernment and that we would learn to just build our foundation on your word and your leading and guiding. And so, God, we just look to you, Lord, as the one who receives all the glory, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that has been accomplished this year, for the lives that have been touched and changed, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord, here in this body of believers here at Long Grove Community Church. And we look forward, Lord, to 2024 with an anticipation and expectation, Lord God, to see you, Lord, accomplish and do many, many more things, Lord, through us. God, that this room would be filled with people that, have, that are new believers, that are, 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 have just come to know you as Lord and Savior, and that we would be committed to walk with those people, that we would see many, many people come to know the Lord, to know a relationship, what relationship is with you. And so, God, we, we, we cry out to you today. Lord, would you give us that? Would you give us, Lord, the lost? Lord, would you help us to become equipped, Lord, to share, Lord, to, to know the gospel, Lord, but also, Lord, just the boldness to share even our testimony and our story and that you would work through that. So, God, we trust you with that. We ask that of you and we thank you for it, Lord, for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you stand?